Welcome to the Tenacious Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Cox. Here, I encourage, support, and coach on all things mental health. Whether it's anxiety, depression, ADHD, or managing your emotions, I've got you. I'll be your life coach, helping you build a life full of success, joy, and tenacity, one episode at a time. Hello, tenacious humans. Happy Monday, everyone. How was your weekend? Are you feeling the Mondays today? I hope today's episode can get you moving and grooving. So let's get to this week's Tenacious Heart moment. Our moment comes from Darwin, Australia. David writes, Hello from Australia. I randomly stumbled upon your podcast, and I'm glad I did. My Tenacious Heart moment may seem small. I've been pushing myself to create new hobbies and habits. I ran my first 5K fun run and feel really proud of myself. I don't know if this counts as being tenacious, but it felt tenacious to me. David, this is not small. This is enormous and very tenacious. I think (laughs) I've had run a 5K on my New Year's resolutions since 2013 and have still never done one. You get nothing but praise and respect from me. Good for you for pushing yourself to try new things and getting out in your community. Thank you for sharing your THM with us today. Everyone, I'm really excited for today's episode. The model is the name of the episode. And the model is a tool I personally use every single day and use every day with my clients. The model is the brainchild of Brooke Castillo. She is a master certified life coach and is the founder of the Life Coach School. You may have heard about the model if you follow her or any of her students, like Jody Moore. I've only just recently started listening to Jody Moore's podcast called Better Than Happy and was so surprised to find that the strategies I'd been using to coach my clients actually had a name. <laughs> I had been using the model not even knowing that there were people out there using it and coaching on it already. There are three simple parts to the model that when used correctly will bring about more happiness, contentment, and overall life satisfaction for you and for each of us. The model is this. Our circumstances can trigger our thoughts. Our thoughts create our emotions. Our emotions create our actions. Our actions create our life or our results. So we're going to be breaking down circumstances, thoughts, emotions, and behavior today. And then towards the end of the episode, we're going to put it all together and teach you how to use the model the most effective way so that you can get the life and the results that you want. Let's start with our circumstances trigger our thoughts. 
every single day of our life, we have circumstances. Circumstances are facts or events that affects a situation. It is a condition connected with or relevant to an event or action. Circumstances are the things that happen to us day to day. It can be things we choose, things others choose for us, or things the universe just plops on our lap. Some circumstances we can control, others are completely out of our control. What's important to note, my friends, that leads us back into the model is that our circumstances trigger our thoughts. A circumstance happens, an event happens, an observation happens, and that event creates some thoughts. What are thoughts? What is thinking? Thoughts or thinking is the process of using one's mind to consider or reason about something, using rational judgment, semicolon, intellect. Thank you. Google Dictionary. (laughs) All of us have an internal monologue going on all day long. From the moment we hear our alarm to the moment we fall asleep, we are thinking. Anyone who tells me, Taylor, I don't have a consistent monologue going in my head. I don't talk to myself throughout the day. My usual answer is false. You do. You're just not aware of it yet. Everyone has this inner monologue. If you are a person out there who believes they do not talk to themselves throughout the day, slow down and really take this week to be aware of what you're thinking. A circumstance happens, an event happens, you observe something. What are your thoughts surrounding that? What does that sound like in your head? That's your monologue. Take the week to slow down and think about what you're thinking. Everyone, everyone has this inner monologue. We think about our surroundings, our observations, what we smell, touch, taste, hear, and see. I like to break down our thoughts into two categories. Factual thoughts or fictional thoughts. Let's get these two trains of thoughts cleared up. Let's start with factual thoughts. They're just that. They're factual. They are concrete truths and are not exaggerated or minimized. They represent facts just as they are. They also represent reality just as it is. Some examples of factual thinking could be, man, it smells in here. Or, I am so tired right now. Or, Did I leave my straightener on this morning? All of these thoughts are verifiably true and are grounded in reality. Now, fictitious thoughts, they are the exact opposite. 
these thoughts could be daydreams, wants, hopes, ambitions, assumptions, opinions, judgments, or outright lies we tell ourselves throughout the day, every day. Some examples could be, I look so fat in this dress. Or, do you think they can tell I forgot to put on deodorant this morning? Or even, man, Kyle looks super frumpy today. All of these thoughts would be considered fictional because they're not based in concrete truth or concrete reality. Most of what we think about ourselves, others, or the world around us tends to fall in this category. We're really good at getting ourselves to believe our own opinions, judgments, and fears. Our own insecurities tend to be in the driver's seat of our fictional thoughts. Disciplining our thoughts is crucial to be able to sift out what is true and what is false. At Tenacious Heart, I call this thought training. Together, we would train your mind to be able to build an awareness of your thoughts and what lies you're believing every day. I will talk more about thought training in future episodes, I promise. The thoughts we produce create emotions. Think about it. If you think about all the things you have to do this month, it would create a sense of overwhelm if your month is really busy. And that leads us right into breaking down emotions. What are emotions? Emotions are instinctive or intuitive feelings, distinguished from reasoning or knowledge. The thoughts we have every single day cause the emotions we feel every single day. Emotions are those feelings that each of us have a love-hate relationship with. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty of basic emotions. There are six basic emotions that all other emotions branch off of. These emotions are happiness, sadness, fear, disgust, anger, and surprise. So I want you to imagine for me that these six basic emotions are trees. I get it. You're like, Taylor, another analogy? Yes, another analogy. Bear with me. Let's use happiness as an example. Happiness is the trunk and the roots of the tree. Emotions like joy, excitement, contentment, Those are the leaves and the branches of the happiness tree. So when it comes to happiness, sadness, fear, disgust, anger, and surprise, there are hundreds of emotions that are the leaves and the branches of each of these trees. There is one huge rule of thumb when it comes to emotions, and I hope This blows your mind. But actually, I hope it doesn't blow your mind. I'm going to explain why. I hope that you grew up knowing this rule, knowing this rule of thumb, and that what I'm about to say, you're going to go, oh, well, I knew that. That's what I hope. However, 
My assumption is that most of you do not know this rule of thumb about emotions. So if there is anything I want you to hear this whole podcast, this is it. Are you ready? There are no good or bad emotions. There are no right or wrong emotions. Emotions just are. Is your brain exploding yet? Let me explain this. Feeling anger or disgust is not wrong or bad. Feeling happiness and surprise are not right or good. Emotions just are. Every emotion is allowed and should be felt. Most humans I coach learn that some emotions are bad and some emotions are good. This is not true, everyone. If you're feeling depressed, it may feel bad. It may feel uncomfortable, but it doesn't make you bad for feeling it out. All of our emotions are valid and should be validated. So when you're feeling bad or sad and your thoughts are, I shouldn't be feeling this way, that's not true. What's happening to you is you're having an emotional experience. That's it. Or when you're pleasant or kind or considerate or happy, that's not necessarily good. Those emotions just are and should come from a place of no judgment. Now that we have a solid sense of what emotions are, that emotions are not bad, that they're not good, that they just are, let's move into our behavior, our actions, what it is that we actually do. Our circumstances trigger our thoughts. Our thoughts create our emotions. Our emotions create our action. The definition of behavior, according to Google, is the way in which one acts or conducts oneself especially towards others or in response to a particular situation or stimulus. Behavior is what we actually do. That's why I love the model so much because usually when I'm coaching, clients come to me with behaviors, actions, choices that they do every day but don't want to do anymore. They feel so stuck in their negative pattern and don't know how they got there or why they are so stuck doing the same thing day after day. I always tell them, if you want to change this behavior, you have to change the emotions surrounding the behavior and the thoughts you're having surrounding the behavior. I usually get a super puzzled look, but now that you guys are up to speed, We can now go through the model and I can teach you how to use the model step by step. Let's use a random example. A client comes to me and says they're really struggling with getting things done every day. They want to be more productive, do more chores around the house, exercise, maybe needing more focus while working from home. The question I ask What are you actually doing now instead of being productive? What's the behavior you're engaging in that you don't like? 
They usually say sleeping in, taking a nap, dinking around on their phone, Netflix and chill. The next question I ask, what emotions are going on for you while you're vegging out? What emotions are going on with the behavior that you don't like? They could say, honestly, not a lot. A lot of meh, which is apathy. Maybe some anxiety when I think about all the stuff I'm putting off. Maybe indifferent, tired. Then I ask, what thoughts do you have surrounding all the stuff you've got to do? They usually say, I just don't want to do any of it. There's just so much there and I've been putting it off for so long. I think it's overwhelming and then think of an excuse to keep putting it off like one more day won't kill me or maybe my husband will clean up when he gets home. The next part of the conversation is the most important. This is when we bring the model all together. What we've done so far is we've been able to determine what the behavior is that they don't like that they're doing, what emotions they have surrounding that behavior, and what thoughts they have surrounding the behavior. So we start with the behavior and we work back. Now we're going to do some reframing of their thoughts and work forward into the action and the behavior that they actually want to see happen in their life. The next part, it's explaining to the client and really each of you that the thoughts you're having surrounding being productive are creating the emotions of meh, indifferent, and anxious. Those emotions are then creating your veg behavior. What needs to happen is an honest change of thought. We would work on reframing all the housework that needs to be done. The thought could be, I don't have to do it all today. I'll start with the stuff I don't mind doing. I'll start a load of laundry and start folding the mountain of clean clothes that lives in my room. I can commit to doing that today. I'll do another small chore tomorrow. Do you see the difference? The original thoughts are, ugh. I just don't want to do anything. There is just so much there and I've been putting it off for so long. I think it's overwhelming. And then think of an excuse to keep putting it off like one more day won't kill me. Maybe my husband will clean up when he gets home. Versus I don't have to do it all today. I'll start with the stuff I don't mind doing. I'll start a load of laundry and start folding the mountain of clean clothes that lives in my room. I can commit to doing that today. I'll do another small chore tomorrow. These thoughts will create more motivated emotions like determination, eagerness, and calm. The best part is that those more motivated emotions will create the behavior you want. You will do those small chores and maybe once you're in a groove, you'll be able to do more. Or... When the laundry is folded and put away, you can give yourself some positive reinforcement and choose to relax. Let's summarize everything that was just coached on. Our circumstances trigger thoughts. 
Our thoughts create emotions. Our emotions create behavior. Our behavior creates our life, which is the results that we want. I want you to think for yourself, do I have a behavior in my life that I want to change? Or do your kiddos have behavior that you'd like to see changed? Start with reframing the thoughts. Change the thoughts you have surrounding the behavior. That will create emotions that will support you in actually doing what it is that you want to do. This is the very start to creating positive change. Of course, there are so many ways to creating positive change in your life. However, if you're feeling stuck or having the same resolution on your list the last five years in a row, like me, (laughs) give the model a try. What do you have to lose? Your homework this week is to try reframing your thoughts. First, you are going to find a behavior that you don't like that you're doing. You're going to find something in your life that you want to change. Then you're going to move backwards through the model. What emotions are you having surrounding the behavior that you don't want to keep doing? Then go to your thoughts. What thoughts do you have surrounding the thing that you don't like that you're doing? Then the reframing. What thoughts can I put in place that are going to give me better emotions, that's going to give me better outcomes? Then you're going to ask yourself what those thoughts are, what emotions they might create, and what action you want to have in place to change the behavior that you don't like that you're doing now. Give it a try. Do this little experiment surrounding the things you really hate that you're doing. And of course, email me at tenaciousheartlifecoaching at gmail.com because I want to hear all about how this experiment goes for you this week. Thank you so much for listening and being here with me today. I hope the model helps you in your day-to-day life. As per usual... Find a way to be tenacious this week. I'll see you next Monday for another episode here at the Tenacious Heart Podcast. I'll see you then. Bye.